And welcome back to the program, everyone. We are here with Stephanie Haslam from Compassionate Legal Care. We are thrilled to have her here for a second uh, segment. And one of the reasons why I wanted Stephanie to stay is, is because I'm really excited about the work that she has done on advocacy for people with Parkinson's. And Parkinson's obviously is a big issue amongst our seniors and a lot of our listeners out there probably have a loved one that um, may be suffering from the disease. And so I am so glad that you're here to talk about this cause and a little bit about how you got started. So welcome to the program, Stephanie. Thank you, Suzanne. Um, Stephanie, uh, tell us a little bit about your background and uh, you know why Parkinson's has been such a key issue in your practice? Well, my background with occupational therapy, working with seniors, um, oftentimes I work with clients, with patients and their families. Mm -hmm. We're having um, diagnosis of Parkinson's disease and seeing how it impacted their life, Mm -hmm. impacted their independence, impacted their family's independence and the quality of life. Mm-hmm. And so I, I could see from a you know from how it impacted them at home and impacted them in in the community, and I was a- able to connect with the Northwest Parkinson's Foundation and see what a great difference they were making to the Parkinson's community. That's wonderful. Really impacting the, the dignity of people who have Parkinson's disease and helping to um, foster independence and and promote um, well being for both um, the people with Parkinson's disease and the caregivers. Well, and also there's so many breakthroughs that are happening with Parkinson's. And I know like with, um, uh, you know, how many years has Michael J. Fox had it? And he's still able to, you know, be live a viable, um, powerful life. And so that tells me a lot about the breakthroughs that have been made with the disease. Exactly. A, a diagnosis does not... does not define a person. Right. Yeah. And so I encourage people to reach out and and, and find these organizations that can help you to stay independent and to learn the newest progress in in, in medicine Mm -hmm. and and ways to adapt if there are difficulties in functioning. What what are some ways you can adapt to functioning? What are other people who are in your situation, what are they doing Mm -hmm. to help enhance their quality of life? Mm -hmm. And to know that you're not alone out there. And obviously you being a occupational therapist. Um, tell me a little bit about your experiences with working with patients with Parkinson's. They're, they're very across the board. Uh, people have had um, very slow progress of the Parkinson's mm-hmm. disease, and sometimes it's been very profound impact of Parkinson's yeah. disease. And um, what I've been inspired by are some of the ways that people in the face of something that could seem very daunting and frightening, are, has still live life and, mm-hmm. and live it to the fullest and are contr- a contribution to the community. And I'm just so inspired by that. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, there, I've seen some, they have a, a conference with the Northwest uh, Parkinson's Foundation, had one about a month and a half ago, the movement um, conference. Mm-hmm. And it was divided into two rooms. One room was for caregivers learning about how to take care of themselves oh, and, and I- issues related to caregivers. And the other room where I was in was about movement and how to maintain movement and promote movement, even if you have Parkinson's. Mm-hmm. And they were teaching boxing, how you could maintain movement and function through boxing. 
through Tai Chi. How awesome. Through oh, Tai Chi too. It's really, I understand it's very, very, very valuable for seniors and helping them with balance and different things like that. Yeah, through through dance, through all different forms of movement that maybe Mm -hmm. people haven't tried before. Mm -hmm. And it was so much fun. I can imagine. I can imagine. And of course, you um, got exposed to obviously working with people with Parkinson's in your occupational therapist um, role. And then um, that's kind of spilled over into your legal practice. How has that been different? It, it, there's a great big carryover. I see um, I see how people are starting to be impacted in their functioning. And mm-hmm. so I help them to not just to do their legal documents to preserve their aut- autonomy mm-hmm. in the event they become and unable to make decisions mm-hmm. or need support. Sure. Um, I also help direct my clients and their families to resources that will help promote independence and promote well-being for the individual with Parkinson's and for their families. Mm-hmm. I um, encourage them to to reach out to the Parkinson's Foundation. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. And getting involved in the Parkinson's walk. <laughs> there will be a Parkinson's uh, walk on uh, the 29th of July in Mark uh, Magnuson Park. Tell me a little bit about the Parkinson's Walk. It is um, a fundraising walk, and mm-hmm. we have a team at Compassionate Legal Care, our, our staff and myself, and we're encouraging our clients if they'd like to come on a walk with us, mm-hmm. or if they, some of them have loved ones that have Parkinson's and are going to join us. And if anyone wants to look at our website, they're welcome to do that. That's wonderful. And they are they're welcome to join, uh, form their own teams or come as individuals and sign up with the Northwest Parkinson's mm-hmm. Foundation. And where it does it start at Magnuson Park? How it, it starts at Magnuson Park and the, the we register ahead of time for mm-hmm. the for the walk and you show up at eight thirty for check in and the walk starts at nine thirty. And wow. it's a it's a it's a, mod, it's a it's a modest walk. It's and anyone can do it. And it's a, it's camaraderie, uh-huh. and it's uh, about empowerment and a beautiful day out, and being with like-minded people. Should be on people. the 29th of July. I hope so. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Magnuson Park's beautiful. So. Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. It's one of the nice. We are talking to uh, Stephanie Haslam from Compassionate Legal Care. And before we get uh, continue on this topic, tell us a little bit about your practice, where you're located, um, a little bit about what you do. My, my practice is Compassionate Legal Care, and I'm, a, I'm an attorney at law and counselor at law. Mm-hmm. Um, I work with clients of varying ages, and the focus of my practice is estate planning, which can mean powers of attorney, sure. wills, trusts, all designed to, uh, to memorialize your wishes um, f- during life and after death for ensuring that your loved ones are cared for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also... Uh, do guardianship work for people who have not been able to do their documents ahead of time. Sure. And also do probates and along the scope of those areas of practice. I work primarily with with elders mm-hmm. and I have a specific skill set because of working in occupational therapy. Absolutely. Being able to work with people with varying degrees of cognition. Well, and I have to tell you, for those of you that go to CompassionateLegalCare.com, which is her site, you have this amazing picture of a stairwell that goes all the way up. And where is it in France or someplace? I'm trying to remember where you. Oh, that that's in um, in uh, Galicia in in Spain. Well, you know, it's interesting because it says that you're walking it and. And now tell me just, I mean, that's obviously a big thing to do. El Camino de Santiago. Yeah, it's it's a pilgrimage walk, and people walk it for different reasons. Uh-huh. And it's uh, a walk that starts in the south of France, and it goes to, uh, to th- through northern Spain. Uh-huh. And uh, people can walk it all the way to um, um, Santiago de Compostela. 
And the the staircase is at the museum of the folk museum for in Santiago de Compostela. Wow, and well, it's just, a beautiful, beautiful um, photo, and it and to me it symbolizes the journey. Mm. You know, it really symbolizes, and you know the fact that you're climbing up. It's it's the it's the steps forward, and and of course being a previous caregiver for my mom, I know that that, you know, you really are on that journey. And to have somebody that is there not only for, you know, the loved ones, the elder loved ones, but I love your attention to the family members. Um, Like, for example, the room that you're talking about with Parkinson's, the fact that you know, there's a room for caregivers to understand that the path that they are on. It's definitely um, a unique um, you know, thing that you're doing. So I really appreciate that. Well, that was a Parkinson's Foundation. And I, I really appreciate your care about caregivers as well. And it is important that caregivers care for themselves. Mm-hmm. It's you, big time. You can't, you can hire caregivers, but you can't hire a new wife or husband or right. a new daughter. And I try, try and tell my clients that, and I try and tell their family members that mm-hmm. you can't replace those people. I always say, Taking care of my mother was the hardest thing I ever did Mm. in my life, but it was also my greatest privilege. Mm. And that kind of privilege is important to to not forget. You know, there's so many things that you share with that person at the end of their life and and understand that, you know, if you want to call it the winter years or winter, you know, time, um, it is certainly the time where, you know, it's a time of reflection it's a time of really honoring the, the relationship that you've had with that loved one to share memories, um, all of the things that you get to do to, to have those special moments at the end. And I think that's so important for sure. It is. And also to be in partnership as, yes. as a partner with the parent, not as taking over and mm-hmm. as, as, a, as a support and as a partner and to, to recognize that your loved one's dignity Absolutely. and to, to empower them where, they, where they're still, where they're capable of doing mm-hmm. things. And oftentimes, you know, families, they lose track of that. Mm-hmm. They, they forget that little piece, you know, and, and something that we're here to do, obviously, um, with the radio program and with people like you is to remind people in the community that you are a partner. You're an advocate for that individual. And um, I know I use that word quite a bit, but it's definitely, to me, a very important part of taking care of a loved one. It is. It is. And for, for everyone to succeed, it, you know, everyone knowing their role, and, and it, it can really bring a lot of peace to the situation, to, mm-hmm. to the family. That's wonderful. Yeah. So, Stephanie, give us the information on the walk again. So it's on the July 29th. Is that correct? That's correct. It's July 29th at Magnuson Park, and uh-huh. people can learn about it on the Northwest um, Parkinson's Foundation website. Okay. Uh, yes. And we have our Compassionate Legal Care team, and mm-hmm. there will be other teams walking as well. Okay. Yes. That will be great. Well, thank you so much for sharing this information. And, you know, what we'd love to do, obviously, is now talk about how do people reach Stephanie? How do we reach you? Our law office can be reached at www.compassionatelegalcare.com. Mm-hmm. And our phone number is 206 525 6919. 
We also do um, come to our homebound clients. We, as oh, a, wonderful. As a home health occupational therapist in my former career, I get that it's, it can be very difficult for some homebound clients to re- come to our office. That's wonderful. And you guys are located in the North Ca- Northgate area, we correct? We are, yes. That's great. So you're really easy off the freeway. Uh, near, I, I'm assuming fairly near Northgate Mall. Right, just south of the mall. And we have easy parking. Perfect. Perfect. Stephanie, thank you so much for being on the program. Thank you so much for inviting me. Hi, I'm Lori LeBay, and I wanted to tell you about Alzheimer's Speaks, which is another great podcast. You see, my own mother lived with dementia for 30 years, and I felt lost. Did you know every three seconds someone in the world is being diagnosed with dementia? Odds are it's going to hit your families too. We want to help you connect to services, products, tools, research, and stories so you can be prepared. Please subscribe to Alzheimer's Speaks on your favorite podcast platform.